Section 80 of United States Senate Election Expulsion and Censure Cases, 1793-1990, by Anne M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Case 78. William A. Clark, 1839-1925, versus Wilbur F. Sanders, 1834-1905. Martin McGinnis, 1841-1919, versus Thomas C. Power, 1839-1923, Montana. Election case, January 16, 1890, to September 30, 1890. Issues, challenge to legislature's authority to elect, rival legislatures. Chronology. Credentials presented January 16, 1890. Referred to committee January 16, 1890. Committee report March 24, 1890. Senate vote April 16, 1890. Result Power and Sanders seated. Background The organization of the Montana state government and the selection of the first United States Senators was marked by acute political strife with charges of residency violations, fraudulent counting procedures, and drunken melees at polling places. Controversy over the makeup of the state legislature after the 1889 state election, in turn, cast doubt upon the legitimacy of senatorial credentials. Statement of the Case On January 16th and 23rd, 1890, the Republican-controlled Senate received credentials for two contesting pairs of newly elected Montana senators, Republicans Wilbur F. Sanders and Thomas C. Power, and Democrats William A. Clark and Martin McGinnis the latter of whom had served six terms as Montana's territorial delegate to Congress. At the core of the problem lay the existence of two legislative delegations from Silver Bow County, the copper mining area around Butte, each claiming the right to sit in the Montana State Assembly and participate in the selection of senators. Well acquainted with the intricacies of state legislative disputes, the Senate quickly referred all the Montana papers to the Committee on Privileges and Elections. At the same time, without discussion or objection, the Senate granted floor privileges to all four claimants. Response of the Senate The Committee returned its report to the Senate on March 24, 1890. The committee's majority favored the seating of Republicans Wilbur F. Sanders and Thomas C. Power. The report explained that two bodies, each claiming to be Montana's lawful House of Representatives, had held separate elections for the state's first U.S. senators. One House, consisting of Republicans, had met with half the Senate and elected Sanders and Power. The other body, made up of Democrats, had met in a different location with the other half of the Senate and elected Democrats William A. Clark and Martin McGinnis. Each body 
was made up of representatives whose credentials were unchallenged, plus five who claimed to represent Silver Bow County. The legitimacy of the bodies thus turned on whether the Republican or Democratic Silver Bow claimants had been properly elected, and specifically on the validity of the election in the county's Precinct 34, a camp on a railroad line under construction. If the vote there was fair and proper, the five Democratic legislators were elected. But if the election was fraudulent and the votes from the precinct were thrown out, the winners were the Republican candidates. The county board of Silver Bow had excluded all the votes from that precinct as tainted, but a single judge later ruled that the votes should be counted. The dispute resulted in the two groups of five contesting legislators. During its inquiry, the committee encountered a tangle of political misconduct that included voting by unnaturalized aliens and secret rather than public ballot counting. It therefore rebuked the new state for the lawless and revolutionary methods employed in organizing the first state assembly, but nonetheless upheld the legitimacy of the Republican contingent from Precinct 34. Although tempted to refuse to seat any of the claimants as a way of teaching the state a lesson and displaying its disapproval of the rowdy conduct, the majority decided that these would be inappropriate reasons for rejecting the claims of Sanders and Power. The report of the minority and the ensuing floor remarks of its spokesman, David Turpey, Democrat of Indiana, painted a different picture of the questionable events in Silver Bow County. The minority report stated that voters had been qualified, ballots cast, and votes counted in an entirely proper manner in Precinct 34. The problem began, the minority believed, when the Republican-controlled Board of County Commissioners illegally ordered the returns from that precinct excluded from the count. If these votes had been included, the five Democratic legislators would have been elected. Since these legislative contestants had participated in the legislature that elected Clark and McGinnis, the minority contended that the Democratic senators should be seated. The debate continued through March and into April. At one point on April 9th, Turpey launched a scathing attack on Republican contestant Thomas Power, charging that the Montana politician had bartered with the canvassing judges to have the votes from Silver Bow County disqualified. When angry Republicans urged a prompt vote, Democrats insisted on further delay to allow other members to speak. The debate thus dragged on for another week, until April 16th, when the members voted 32-26 to 26 to seat Republicans Power and Sanders, who then came forward to take the oath of office. Conclusion 
In this case, the Senate reaffirmed that when prospective senators appeared who claimed to have been elected by rival legislatures, neither should be sworn in on the basis that their credentials were prima facie evidence of election. Instead, all the contestants should be granted floor privileges until the resolution of the case. Both William Clark and Martin McGinnis received compensation for their time and expenses. Power and Sanders each served only one term in the Senate. Sanders died in 1905 and Power in 1923. Clark subsequently served in the Senate in 1899 and from 1901 to 1907. See Case 89. End of Case 78 and of Section 80.